Ladies and gentlemen, theys and thems, weavers and listeners all, welcome to another episode of Occupied with Stardust and Dragons, where we discuss the lore, character developments, the story thus far, and occasionally have the cast on to talk about themselves and their character. Today we have an awesome guest, one of the writers of Stargazer's Guide to Aurora, cast member of Ink and Liars, Fate's End, and Iron Valor. You can find him on Twitter X at Brother B Tweets and Instagram at Brother B, the man behind the curtain, the weaver of stories that is Stardust and Dragons. We welcome the DM, Brandon Hatcher. Oh my God! I would. I feel like I could applaud. Like you gave me sound so good, dude. <laughs> you are so good, though. That's that's the thing. Uh, you really and- are. Yeah, and shameless yeah. plug right now because we were just talking in our bonus content for our Patreon. So if you're not on right. Patreon, go ahead and get on Patreon for this dungeon is occupied. But also, Stardust and Dragons has a Patreon. Right. Patreon yeah. at Speakeasy Productions. Last episode, I made uh, I made the mistake of saying at uh, Stardust and Dragons, but it's actually Speakeasy Productions. Speakeasy. Yes. Uh, and it's five bucks. You get extra bonus content. Go and do it. I'm on it. It is what it is, man. Um, so you set the tone for this entire <laughs> campaign in episode one, and this is the, the little episode one that we'll talk about because we, we had episode one, uh, already, but you start off with a, a dream sequence with Lyrax and yes. kill multiple NPCs and just have this war torn area, the destruction of a forest. It's, you know, the, the whole event is called the day of flame. Um, Day of flame. <laughs> and I'm assuming, you know, because of of that death scene and uh, finding out that we have a little bit more deaths from uh, Brendan and uh, Lucky's family. Right. That's that's kind of the tone that you set for the whole the whole campaign and the whole galaxy is just that there's no promise of survival. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, we had a lot talk about um, about how we were going to run the game, you know, before session zero stuff and. uh yeah um you know when you're when you're you know when you're setting it in a galaxy right you know when you're doing like a like a like a universe spanning thing it's like you're gonna run into people who are more powerful than you you're gonna run into people who are stronger who are more ruthless you know yeah that that homeless guy might be chaotic evil you don't know you know so it's like (laughs) so it's like you know i wanted to like can we cuss on this part? I don't remember. Yes. I wanted yes. my okay. I wanted my characters. I wanted my characters to play badasses, but I also wanted them to know there are also other badasses out there. You know, yeah. and it's important that you know they respect that and that they understand that. So I'm glad that you caught on to that. Like that was like very intentional to be like, hey, this guy. You run into this guy. You know, you already know what it's about because you remember that what he. You know, you've seen what he did. It's like just like a display of power kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you, that's you really you really struck a balance with letting the players kind of be themselves and and try to bring out their own badassness while at the same time in in my world what i call smacking them down and putting them in their place with (laughs) bigger stronger and more badass than you are Um, you gotta especially early on you have to have that balance and i I think you've done a wonderful job with it oh well thank you so much yeah yeah it's it it, it is a tight tight road walk sometimes you know it's hard to straight yeah uh, so Robbie, second episode. Yeah. Robbie, did you have something to add? Oh no, I was agreeing with Thorne. Oh. Okay. Um and he's like and he's like, You're awesome. And I'm like, Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like the way the second episode started out because it brings you right back in, takes you straight right. to the bar, life's going on. And it really um I thought it, it kind of struck a chord with me 
that you showed that, yeah, this is happening to you. You got Brendan and Lucky losing cousins left and right. Mm -hmm. But this life still goes on. Whether you're sad or not, life is there. And I really enjoyed that part of it. It really struck a chord with me because it's what what you seem to be doing is grabbing us listeners and just pulling us in deeper into these stories. And each one of them has such a good story to begin with. And you just barely touched on them. And I'm so looking forward to seeing where you take it next because it's just been a blast to listen to. Yeah, it's uh well thank you for all the kind words, man. I'm over here gushing. But, um, <laughs> but uh yeah, one of the things that I thought was interesting is um it's 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 gonna be kind of a slow burn, uh, because these guys are strangers, right? Like I wanted to I wanted to capture the part of the story where like the like you've got one track going over here, one track going over there, and one track going over here, and then they all kind of come together, you know? So like the entire you know, the whole first episode, I think the party doesn't get together until like the very end, you right. know, and even then they're all just kind of sitting at a bar together. They're not like a party yet, you know, so I thought it was important to kind of showcase um, like, you know, what was Constant doing before she met the two short men, you know, what were the two short men doing, you know, kind of like they were off in their own solo adventures before they all kind of crashed in to create this adventure, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I liked it. Um, the, 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 dichotomy of what's going on because constant you know was in a lab and she decided that she's she's leaving she's you know not necessarily stealing we talk about it in episode one is that it's just her research so technically you know it's not it's not really stealing it's it's mine um and then flip and brendan are almost dying you know in a uh, constantly constantly almost dying (laughs) (laughs) it's a perpetual state of near death right and and it's just you know what uh, when we all get to the bar and we're drinking and things, and then Lucky gets this beeper and it's like, oh hey, uh, there's cops at your door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just <laughs> it, yeah, it's comical, man. I I just I love it so much. I love okay. that Constant was like, do I have to go? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh-huh. these people yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And shout out to Raina, man. She does such a great job. Oh, like with 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 that like just play oh and if you think that's just wait just wait till um because there's there's a whole i mean if you're if you're familiar with like the hero's journey you know there's like the call to adventure and then like the refusal of the call mm-hmm. and it's like constant just constantly refuses <laughs> just constantly refuses like no i am a passenger on this trip yeah but you know it's it's so it'll be it's cool to like no spoilers or anything but you know you do eventually see her kind of grow a little bit i'll just leave it like that right and what it, what's interesting is that you know you're you're talking about that refusal to for the call of action that she does it so well that it's not like because that's always a, a problem for for younger DMs and uh, even some veteran DMs that like hey I have a character that just hates everyone they don't want to join the party um, make me a game it's really yeah. rough but she does it so well that like and and you you're a great DM that you guys are able to bounce back and forth. And just have, you know, there's there's that subtle push, like, okay, yeah, you don't want to go, but um, we're still going to get you in there, you know? And, right. and she just goes along and, you know, then we have this crazy combat that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Or was, but wasn't supposed to get that crazy. I don't know. <laughs> right. It's, it was a little... <laughs> Yeah, so, but I think that's what happens when, like, you don't tell the players what they're walking into before the mm-hmm. game starts. Like, you know... 
they have what they want to do and I have like what I want to do, you know? Right. And so we just kind of let it go. So I, I think in the episode, even, I think they called me out. They were like, you're, you're trying to, you're trying to kill us here, aren't you? Like, are we going to jail or what? And, uh, but, but then it's funny. Cause you know, they, they lead all the way in on me and they were like, oh, okay. We're, all right. Kill people, kill people. We're going with that. We're gonna... And, and it's like, like I, I, I kept waiting for one of them to snap and be like, all right, I'm just going to blow this dude's brains out. But luckily, luckily well, we were. I mean, we got, we got close. I mean, Brendan brought out a freaking flamethrower. Uh, yeah. 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 So. <laughs> I like they were suddenly trying to intimidate them, but they weren't saying, I want to intimidate them. Right. Right. I'm like, yeah, flamethrower, but it's not doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. Know, these are these are galactic patrol officers. You know, they see all sorts of shit. Like, yeah. flamethrower is not gonna not gonna phase uh, them. I actually. I thought for sure Lyrex was going to kill somebody. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I take out my sword. All right, here it goes. You know, and oh, I hit him with the flat of the sword. Okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And, and, it, and it, it makes it... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, that's no, okay. Uh, it was just, you know, they they were trying to do the intimidation, and I loved what you did because, you know, they, they get to where there's kind of like one or two guards left, and... And I forget which character it was, but it was like call everyone off. And you you describe you know this this guard coming up to the radio and he's send everyone, just do it. send everyone. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not afraid. What are you talking about? We're we're gonna get this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I thought it would be interesting. It, it's like you know you don't want to you want the characters to feel strong. You want the players to feel strong. But again, it was like I guess kind of like this is your place in the world, you know? Like, mm -hmm. you, like y'all, like, yeah, y'all are badasses, but you're not that scary, you know? You're right. scary, but yeah, you can, yeah, so. Are we allowed to know what level the characters are right now? Uh, yeah, um, yeah, it's actually weird. Um, so everybody's a different level. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, interesting. Two, yeah, we're doing oh. asynchronous leveling. Um, again, to add to the idea that, like, you know, these guys are all coming together, doing other, they're at different points in their lives, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. So, like the two, for instance, the two short men, you know, they've participated in the Stardust Wars and they've been bounty hunters. You know, they're old men in a young man's game. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's like they're obviously the highest level. They're both at level six right now. Okay. Um, and then uh, Lyrax, obviously, you know, you know, trained in the art of the sword. You know, he 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 was a, a understudy to Animos on the main as his mentor and everything. You know, learned the nobility and stuff. I think he's level four when we start. Yeah. Okay. And um, and then there's Constant who has you know been a blue collar worker her whole yeah. life you know working in the vines and then working in the uh uh working in the research lab she's only level three like she literally just got her subclass oh, wow. like yeah so i thought so you know it would be it would be interesting going into it like and, and you kind of get to see that as the as the party starts to form up like like constant becomes everyone's little sister you know like mm -hmm. you know lyrax lyrax becomes the older brother and the two short men are like the odd couple that like kind of push the party along <laughs> right. and everything so it, it so i think i think having everyone at different levels too kind of it reinforced the, to the players like oh yeah protect her and then even you know constant and lyrax are like they're our big guns so let's you know kind of <laughs> form up on them you know yeah that's yeah. awesome you know having yeah. seen everyone else playing in a different game it's just very interesting to see how dynamic, dynamically different they can be in a different story in a different setting. I think that's oh, yeah. the best, biggest thing to me. Watching you play now, being a DM, is just yeah. so fun to me. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, 
all of us have, have DM'd and all of us have, have played. And it's so it's it's neat to see. Um, and I really did. I really do enjoy it. But I have uh, we, we talked a little bit about this in, in the pre thing, but uh, in the for the the Patreon was have they mentioned what Black Betty is? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Think so. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're no. th- on, on the ship, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. no, they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah. didn't think so. We're like, what's Black Betty? Did they mention in the first episode? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, i yeah curious. Now, the two, sh- the two short men have a lot of, uh, they've got a lot of stuff on their ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, are we allowed to know a little bit uh, so Black Betty, is that from uh, Booze? Booze? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if, uh, for the listeners, if you haven't paid attention to Stardust and Dragons Facebook, they have extra lore that aren't in the first uh, or second episode. And mm-hmm. there's, um, uh, what is it? A scooter burner head <laughs> of, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. of Booze ammo. I, can you talk a little bit about about that lore? Like, what's going on? Um, that, if you're allowed, yeah. To. <laughs> um, so I can get yeah, I can get a little bit into it. Uh, so yeah, um, we just we just created these like you know, uh, obviously this is like kind of a post war kind of galaxy, mm-hmm. right? And so you know, with that, like that's kind of where we uh we wanted to like create these companies or and like kind of go at it from like a like advertisement way. So mm-hmm. Scoo's Booze is like, you know, they're one of the gun manufacturers, you know, one of the weapons manufacturers to go to and uh to go up against like there's a couple of them, this, you know, Happy Arms Collective, uh the Luminary Company, all sorts of things like that. And um yeah, Scoo's Booze is just one of the ones, you know, uh he's a little eccentric, uh makes, you know, best weapons in the galaxy, that sort of thing. Yeah. I can't wait until you guys actually release some of the the lore cuz obviously like we we have a little bit of the behind the scenes uh look especially with uh our cast discord and stuff and so you know no yeah. spoilers or anything but when that art is released for all these companies and stuff that is some sick stuff <laughs> I'm so- oh yeah yeah shout out to uh what's uh jacob uh jacob rest he's fantastic he did all the all the all that stuff and um max does some of the some of the art as well and reina we've got a really talented uh talented team it's crazy um yeah but you know uh and then even like even all the writers and stuff like obviously like everything's going to come into play, but it's cool having a team to like kind of build out. I mean, it's a galaxy, you know? Right. So yeah. we've got entire, you know, we've got entire planets with, um, you know, with, with cities, with NPCs and everything. Like it's, it's huge, like hundreds of pages of like documents to create like this, like Bible of, of, of the Haley system <laughs> and everything. Um, yeah. My boy, Caleb, uh, has been instrumental in doing that stuff. JT, LeBorn, all of them. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of uh, pages and pages of of a mass galaxy, is there anything you can give us, like a sneak preview into lore that you're allowed to share with us that we can share with our listeners? Um, yeah, uh, I could um, like like story wise, like coming up in the story, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so let's see. I think yeah, episode two ends with the fight. So in episode three, uh, they go the next the next place that they end up in is uh, the cluster. And the cluster is super interesting because it's actually one of the first places that Aurora Industries uh, took over and like pulled all the stardust from, right? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. and so what you learn is that uh, when a planet is when a planet is completely 
uh, devoid of stardust. Like once it's completely removed all of its stardust, right? The planet starts to die and break apart, right? So with this being one of the older, older, oldest planets uh, in the galaxy that Aurora's, you know, Aurora's done mine, they've left, right? There's nothing left there for them. So the people who kind of wanted to uh, stay out of the influence, you know, and kind of like, you know, live life on their terms, they come and they kind of uh, turn this dead husk of a planet into like this kind of a thriving metropolis. Um, like, if you could imagine, like, kind of like a Pangea situation, but, you know, the entire earth you know no water mm -hmm. or anything there are these thick steel cables that uh there's this artificial gravity generator in the center of it all kind of like acting like an artificial core that kind of keeps everything keeps everything from floating away nice and um they and so like they've built these cities you know on these little chunks of uh planet and everything and they all and they all have like they're like city states they all have like different cultures and they're and like you know uh different rulers and things like that and uh they kind of rule like uh so there are these four merchant lords that uh kind of run the cluster together there's like, this uneasy uh kind of truce between the four between the four of them um so that's so that's where they're gonna go next you know as far as you know uh they're coming they're in the middle of a, a festival called the day of you uh the day of mending or the day of unity the day of mending <laughs> i think like to celebrate you know to celebrate like the merchant lords coming together and creating right. this you know thriving metropolis so you're gonna get a really big uh departure from the armpit that is uh Dalmar, you know, and then uh, when you get to the when you get to the cluster, it's gonna be like a whole new crazy kind of experience. That's oh, cool. I'm super excited for that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. For the listeners, uh, this episode comes out a week after episode two, so next week is episode three, uh, yeah. four Stardust and, and Dragons. So definitely, you know, go over there and listen for the cluster because that's. <laughs> Yeah, it gives uh, there's, there's so much lore that that's <laughs> it gives me ideas because obviously, like Robbie and I are the, are the writers. We've we've talked about it before, and we're uh, currently getting ready to uh, talk with all of the writers for Stardust and Dragons to, to kind of add our own little flavor and, and touch to things. Um, yeah, and, and so yeah, it, lore is the the thing that we would talk about for hours on end. <laughs> right. Yeah, and and it's cool because like you know doing a space campaign like this it's like there's literally enough room for everyone you know right. like yeah sure create a planet you know make a make a make a thing it's awesome you know <laughs> and and yeah then you know especially with it being collaborative like that it's like you know i see something that the writer's done and it's like oh sweet i can pull that into the story and add my own little flavor to it and you know yeah you get, I, to, sh you I, get to show off <laughs> i don't write i'm the idea guy i just come up with stuff off the cuff i can't write anymore Hey, but, I, you uh, guys are important too, bro. Like, it, yeah. <laughs> oh, trust me. I, these guys bounce ideas off me constantly. Yeah. So, but I got a question. I'm, I'm going to drag it back to uh, episode one just for a second, just because okay. I, I, I really want to ask about Mrs. Mapo. I, <laughs> I love <Yeah>. her. <laughs> yeah. I want to know more about Mrs. Mapo. Mrs. Mapo oh, is amazing. Okay. And are we saying that correctly? Because we couldn't quite. No. Yeah. It... It's it's Miss Mapo. Yeah. Okay. That's absolutely <laughs> correct. So it was actually kind of funny. Um, when when my player, you know, when when we were going through character creation and the players were making all the characters and stuff, um, I asked each one of them to create three NPCs for me or for their characters, right? And like you know, and create the history between them and their characters and everything like that. Because it's one thing for me to do it and then be like, hey, your character knows this person, but if mm -hmm. if so, so Maple literally came out of Constance, it came out of Raina's mind. Right, like she that created awesome. this Mapo, and, um, and the relationship that Mapo and Constant have, 
you know, so yeah, the old elderly cobalt women was was Raida's idea. Um, I, I think, <laughs> I think I designed the outfit, right? Like the thick glasses and the <laughs> and the shoes with the claws coming out and everything. Because I I just saw her, I was like, okay, cool. So even that in itself was like a collaborative process. And then um, I don't I don't typically do voices, but for some reason Maple was so like just the descriptions and stuff. I just she, I saw her so clearly in my head. I was like, I feel like I could do this one. So, so you know, just lean in it, lean in it with, with it. And, and yeah, it, it ended up being great. Like, right, you know, Raida bounced up, bounced back and forth perfectly. It was awesome. I, I yeah, want to, I, I want to play her. I want, I want to find a way to bring her back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could see her popping up in different places, yeah. like in a shop. So oh, yeah, she just for popped sure. in yeah. or something and yeah. nobody knows how she gets there. <laughs> right because like i didn't know that background yeah i didn't know that I, I didn't know that i was gonna like this maple that much like i'm like okay <laughs> you know because because obviously you know constance leaving right? right like so so you know she's got to go off on her adventures so she said goodbye to all of these people and stuff and i was like damn i need to find a way to see her back into the story because that was a lot of fun you know <laughs> yeah, it, I, I mean, just to throw out an idea, you could do, you know, hey, don't copyright us, but, you know, for uh, Jack Sparrow, how did he get off the island? Oh, but, you know, the hair on my back and sea turtles, mate. Like, that's just, uh -huh. you could do something similar to that. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just here. You know? yeah. <laughs> don't even worry about what do you mean? This is my shop. It's been here for like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm on vacation, honey. Relax. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love her. She's so great. Yeah. And I listened to that section like three times. Just yeah. Me too. That was, that was great. That, was so I, that great. voice was so funny. Oh, my yeah. God. That was, that was the first thing Robbie said was, I love Miss Mapo. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I love Miss Mapo. She always knows. She always knows. Miss Mapo. Mapo always knows. Always See, that that's that's where i would lean into it with miss maple always knows she's got the <laughs> the ears out there that doesn't mean she can't go there herself right <laughs> yeah and you just never know how she gets there yeah. she's not going to tell you so <laughs> maybe, maybe maple know. just shows up yeah yeah, little do we know, like Brandon, you know, Brandon knows, but little do we know, I mean, Miss Mapo could be like the big bad or even like just a, a high, <laughs> a, a high sorceress or something. And just, you know, yeah. she's got these teleport things that are like, all right, we're, no. we're here. <laughs> she's a bounty hunter. She's the head of the She runs everything, runs the whole galaxy. Don't break the my heart like that. <laughs> the underground <laughs> when Miss, you know, Miss Mapo shows up somewhere else and it's like, oh, I am the underground, honey. Right. <laughs> the old D D cartoon with the dungeon master just pops up every once in a while right <laughs> yeah. so speaking of npcs uh i'm gonna mm -hmm. do a call back to what our podcast usually does with interviewers is we want to make an npc on the fly right here for okay this, this spot so um i'm gonna throw it to thorn for the species or the race to come up with and then i'm gonna okay. give it to brandon hatcher to make the name the name okay, okay. yeah cool I, i'm going to i'm gonna give you a, a good one here and it's gonna be pretty simple and just a half link and i'm hoping you'll take it the way i want you to take it okay um a halfling um a halfling and i just gotta come up with a name yep yep well if it's a halfling 
uh frodo right like yeah okay you can go that way <laughs> okay uh thorn so... were you thinking of wanting it to be a dying heart yes i was <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> there's so many of them there are you didn't give them the right right did. you didn't give them the right look all the way you didn't give all them the, the right over. look yeah all the way over no 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 um it's in the eyebrows yeah it you gotta, it's in the eyebrows. gotta give him the, the, <laughs> the give we him may the need look. to kill somebody okay look. Hang on, hang on. okay okay can we okay 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 erase what i said can we make a dying heart i would love to do that yeah, sure let's yes. do it yes yes okay so i need a name i need a name um um jethro jethro <laughs> jethro dying heart oh yeah okay jethro so dying heart jethro dying heart is a prospector of stardust Ooh, okay. he's a stardust okay. prospector so he goes to planets that aren't inhabited way off the beaten path looking right. for stardust and i mean you said it his name is jethro he's got coveralls <laughs> yep barefooted That's exactly where i was going with it wears <laughs> just like one of those big hats Right, and I, I saw him with the hat too, and, and, and randomly just texting yeah. the straw, little thing, the straw. Yeah. yeah, yeah, chewing on a piece of and, straw, yeah. spitting the and straw, he's, and he's super superstitious. Yeah. Like he's like, he's like, when you're digging, you got to make sure you count to three and avoid this because oh, you never know. Superstitious. Sorry, like this this Yeah, no, I like that. Like, yeah, it, he he has like all sorts of weird little trinkets and stuff. Like he just makes weird noises, like. He, like he walked inside, he like flips a coin and then like picks up some dust and throws it over his shoulder. There you go. <laughs> Just like as he's walking. Yeah. Uh, I like I like the idea of the, the extra trinkets and, and picking them up. And so I think like, you know, when you if you were to, to describe him to the party, you know, he's he's coming in sounding like he's wearing spurs. Like there's just a bunch of clinking and clanking and just this cantankerous character. And he yeah. comes in with I if if you were gonna do a voice like the most like hillbilly kind of <laughs> voice yeah. that you could come up with, <laughs> just yeah. just like he, he's a good old boy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Jethro, Jethro Dinehart. There you go. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay. Oh yeah. Uh, I'll I'll throw it to Brian really quick. Um. So so Jethro is prospecting on um I don't know planet x7 or something because it's on un, it's uncharted so we've we've just got this this you know this planet that we haven't named yet um so brian wh what would the what would something the party have to do when they meet jethro i mean because sure there's there's the dying heart connection so we're we're already going to talk with with brendan and they're going to have their their family get together but jethro has an issue what's what's going to be their their quest His next prospect planet. Oh, he's he's done with this one. <laughs> yep, he's just on the way. So I feel like he they, when they meet him, he's already kind of heading out and trying to think of where to go next. Okay, so that could be a tie-in to either where the party's been, or mm -hmm. uh, looking at their map and saying, "Hey, there's another uncharted planet. Why don't we just take you there? We'll we'll be your taxi for the day." Um, yeah, let me. Let me put it out there. Maybe because they all have a way to get in touch with each other, each other in some certain way. Yeah. Um, he sends it out that Ooh. something's going on on this planet. Yeah. He needs to get out of here. I like it. Oh, um, he's oh, superstitious, yeah. right? He's uh, yeah. it's it's uh, uh, 
the mines that he wants to go to are haunted. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yes. It's like, but they're like, how do you know like, that they're haunted? But are they though? Yeah. <laughs> but listen, he's just listen, like, I was I was prospecting and there was there was the whistling and there, there ain't no holes in there. It was just whistling. <laughs> it was just whistling. <laughs> and you, you you know you know what they say about the whistling now. <laughs> and he, and he, Absolutely and he looks nothing. at them and he and he opens yeah, up his like, pouch. What did they say? Oh. Yeah. He's like he's got like dust in there and he's just like and look. Yeah. <laughs> it just falls to the ground. There's yeah, no wind whatsoever. Like... <laughs> and you see, like, it looks like looking... a displacer beast. <laughs> <laughs> did you see? Did you see? It moves. <laughs> it's like it's like it's that guy from the dust. movie Devil. <laughs> yeah. With the with the peanut butter and jelly, and he's like, look, and he flips it over and laughs jelly side down. And he's like, the devil's here. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Oh, that'd be funny. Just like just like completely unreliable guy. Uh, unreliable guy'd be like the, there's ghosts in there and, and specters and spirits and all sorts of you know, stuff. Like, yeah, he yeah. gets inside the ship and starts changing things. Yeah. yeah. Just like putting putting up like Oh, that would be an and... amazing RP for Brendan. <laughs> Just, just trying to to stop him, stop from Jethro touching from everything. Changing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, these settings are all off. Like, no, they're they're not. No, no, no. The number three, you have to do the number three. And just all the settings <laughs> yeah. across the board. But, yeah, everything See, has to be number three. What forty two is the key to everything. It's like this, this is where no, we need to go three. next. Like, why? I had, like like Brendan. I had a dream last night. You know, <laughs> we need to do this. Trying to tell you, there everyone. were three pebbles in my dream. So we gotta mm-hmm. go. <laughs> that 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 mean that means something. That means something. <laughs> oh, that would confuse the whole party so much. Yeah, it would yeah. just confuse they would take the it crap at face value. Be like, okay, yeah, that means yeah. something. We gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> and just right? nothing ever happens. Constant, like, constant. I think we should listen to him. He he seems to he has his head on straight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> except except constant. Constant's like, what the heck? Yeah, <laughs> Every time he's like, I don't know. <laughs> he starts getting scientific. You know, he Jethro has like all of the scientific reasons for everything, but it yeah. has no basis in actual no science. science. <laughs> Got Lyrex wearing the the foil hat, sitting in the corner. Oh yeah, <laughs> wearing the, tin, the tinfoil hat. Yep, yep. Yeah, he he actually has tinfoil in his inventory because you never know. Yeah, when you might need tinfoil, <laughs> never know. Yeah. You never know. It's actually really yeah, his, smart. His, yeah, his, his, his inventory, his inventory is gonna be huge. Like, yep. <laughs> he's got one of everything because you never know. Yeah, you never know. That's that's and an amazing NPC. I love he, that. He reminds me of my grandfather. Like, no shit. My grandfather would pick up random screws. Uh, you never know if you need this screw, and put you it in a, in a Gatorade container. He didn't have right. actual boxes for screws. It was just a Gatorade <laughs> container with no label on it. And it was just it was like there's 30 different screws. kind of screws. It's like yeah. it's still in your garage in your it, it is shed. in my, my carport, yeah. And yeah. so it, like you look into these screws and you're like, well, that's concrete, cool. Okay, well that's <laughs> that's a yeah. finishing nail. Why is the finishing nail in the screws? Don't ask questions. It's there. You might need it. Yeah. <laughs> might need <laughs> it. Right. Oh my god. Oh, that was great. Thank you for that. Yeah, that was, hey. that was a good one. Thank- all right, y'all look out for Jethro Dianhart coming Hell soon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if you put him in, I will. That's gonna be just love gold. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> I will scream in the middle of watching the episode. Like, oh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you mean if when he is showing up? Oh, there he is. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but uh, here's 
there's a dying heart on every planet just about <laughs> i figured as much i really yeah. did yeah. because you put it lucky there right away i was like i wonder if there's going to be one everywhere well, especially yeah. like when when Lucky was like, yeah, so this person died and this person and this person and this person right, and right. this person. He was like, how how many are gone? <laughs> Dying heart, <laughs> Dying hearts are a huge family. So yeah, every oh, every stop it. every stop they go on, they're gonna run into another die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and how much? See, I I think that the whole part about them dying is gonna be a, a nice little side quest, and I want to know. <laughs> Bad. what happened yeah yeah i can't i gotta stay tight lived about that one but, yep. but yeah that one's i will say that one's intense it's coming. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. like, oh no yeah. now my interest is peaked that yeah one, I was like, that particular oh, storyline yeah that particular storyline is like oof, it was a little it a little dark it's intense that's awesome <laughs> I, that is and, great it, we say that's awesome even though it was like oh that's dark like we're we all yeah, four sweet. of us are the dark <laughs> dms that's that's that what is. happens if we're not yeah, killing we players do. we're torturing them that's what's gonna happen <laughs> see yeah and i'm on the far end like i literally when the first episode happened and you killed people i was like yep i like it already yeah done here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and i was hooked i was like death yeah, yeah. oh people that's <laughs> a show yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. we just started yeah <laughs> yeah you know when you when you roll when you roll a five on a disadvantage you got to look out you know it may not always just be that you didn't make tips it might be something else right yeah no i do have i have to admit i love the way it's formatted too this is just an aside that with the less rolls yes uh i it really helps the story flow a lot better and it i think it's gonna be more um attractive to other to people that don't play the game like we do right oh yeah always looking for roles <laughs> yeah, that was a that was an interesting choice made by Christian uh, and the editors. Um, you know, we 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 listened to back to the first episode a couple of times. You know, to kind of figure out what our style was going to be and stuff. And uh, yeah, like and so we thought we had it honestly. Like we thought we had it solid, but then like Christian came back and he was like, "Hey, so listen to this now." You know, and yeah, it because we're you know story first. That's that's how yeah. I DM. That's how the podcast is. It's all you know story first, and. Yeah, taking some taking some of the roles out and streamlining it a little bit definitely helps with the uh with the uh, audio narrative portion of it, you know. Yeah. But what's cool though is like uh if you are more into the D, &D stuff, um I th I think uh on our Patreon we have like the full like it's it's it feels more like us playing, you know? Yeah. Cause like, you know, we go through the roles and the mechanics and all that other stuff. So if that's more your speed, you know, Patreon, $5, Speakies Productions, yay. Hey, <laughs> all over. Yeah. <laughs> So plugs, that, plugs, plugs. yeah, just just so that we're we're plugging again, the link will be in our show notes, and that's Patreon slash Speakeasy Productions for a five five dollars a month is uh, what one coffee at Starbucks? Not even anymore. It's like eight bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's cheaper. That's cheaper than a Chick Fil A sandwich. Yeah, exactly. You should you should quit your Starbucks addiction anyway. So <laughs> you've had enough caffeine. You've had, had enough caffeine. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, bro, you you're speaking sacrilege now. Caffeine is like... <laughs> no, uh, I do have to applaud you guys before we uh, tie it to the end. But I have to applaud you guys for the fact that the cast doesn't know what's going on. They are not allowed yes. to look at the writer's notes. Because right. like, you know, it's hard, especially, you know, like Thorne said earlier is I bounce ideas off of him all the time. And we're we're in a campaign where I DM uh, or story weave, as we call it, and, and Thorne is a player. 
So I'm like, hey, what what happens if we do this? And, you know, I've got all these ideas, but now he has to play without the metagaming portion of it. And you guys just you just just took that out. Like there's no there's no way for them to uh, force the story to to what you have because they don't know. They have no idea. It could be anything or completely opposite of what they think might happen. (laughs) Pretty much. And I think that all goes back to like, you know, trusting your players again, like and trusting your DM, Mm -hmm. like again super grateful just to be able to play with these guys they're all fantastic and um you know i asked them what they wanted mm-hmm. you know like out of their characters and stuff um and they gave me they told me like the type of stories they wanted to tell you know which i think is why each character has such a distinct like style and um like even even again applied in the uh the uh the editors like in 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 episode one where like you know first you're introduced to lyrax and then constantly the two short men like each one of them has like a specific theme a musical cue that plays mm-hmm. when they yeah. do yeah. and mm-hmm. and like a whole like kind of vibe that goes with it and so what i'm excited for you guys to see the audience is when when the party comes together the editors have done a fantastic job of like kind of merging the vibes as well you mm-hmm. know so like you know when it's a lyrax thing you'll know it's a lyrax thing if it's a constant thing you'll know it's a constant thing you know like but <laughs> Yeah, um, it, it it was important that we got like genuine reactions out of people for stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was important that like, you know, the characters or the players made decisions that were true to the character and, right. and, and pure to the character and not like, well, this is what I want to happen. So it's like, what would Constant do in this situation? You know, what would Lyrax do in this situation? What would Flip do, you know? Yeah. So yeah. And that's- they have an idea, but like, it's literally like, this is what we talked about so this is what we have like this is the story i want to tell okay cool right. but how I, how I, but i'm telling the way i'm telling it they have no clue like what's going what's going to go on yeah and that's 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 an interesting thing to end uh the the episode on before we get to um the final thoughts but for newer players that uh are just getting into dnd how how would you suggest them uh interacting with the dm about the story that they want to tell and how do we avoid forcing that story? Because we don't, no one really likes railroading too much, you know? So, how do we fix that? Uh, I think the DM, first of all, okay, from a player standpoint, I would say, um, like, don't just, just enjoy the ride. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, I mean that in the nicest way possible. Like, like, I think, I think people who play DD, and have never dm before don't understand like exactly how much work it is you know yeah. like 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 to build like to build a game especially if you're doing it from scratch like just like a one shot or something um so a lot of the stuff is it's 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 like a roller coaster right or like a like an open world game right like stuff's here for you to interact with like go interact with it yeah. don't worry too much about like you know like don't worry about what you want to do and ask the dm what you can do mm-hmm. if that makes sense you yeah. know cuz then because if, if you ask me what can you do, I'm going to give you a bunch of stuff to do, and it's all going to be within the parameters of the world that I've created, you know? Sure. Instead yeah. instead of you kind of trying to, instead of the player trying to, like, guess, like, oh, well, I want to do this. How can I make that happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. I, I, I like that because uh, Thorn is really great at doing this. Um, in fact, he's made half of my lore on the spot because we'll be playing a game and, you know, we all know the, the, the ancient yes and uh, line. And, right. you know, so as a DM, we're, we're describing the story. And then suddenly 
I have to write a lore for a the divine aeon because apparently this freaking mercenary is now a part of that brotherhood of mercenaries and you know <laughs> that was just something that Thorne was like yeah so um he meets you know a, a another mercenary and I'm like okay another mercenary cool I got to make an NPC okay yeah uh -huh. and they're part of this brotherhood oh shit there's a brotherhood okay cool <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right all right yep okay <laughs> you, just, you just run with it that's that's the fun part <laughs> yeah and um, one one other thing I would say yeah. um is just from a DM perspective like give your players stuff to do <laughs> yeah. remember remember that it is collaborative storytelling like like the play the players the players own the game just as much as the dm those does even though the dm does all the work um you know so <laughs> so like when a player i try not to tell my players no too often mm -hmm. you know and if i do tell them no it's like i'll explain within the parameters of the world why that doesn't work you know right. And and it's like so so you can't do that, but this is how the mechanics are. You can try to do this instead, instead of just being like, no, you can't do that. Especially for new players, because you want to feel epic and awesome, and like you can you know yeah. save the day and everything like that. So yeah, as a DM, I would say like make sure you make sure you find moments where it's like, hey, now it's your turn. You know, shine. You know, do the thing. Right. And that's what before I pass it to, to Thorn for final thoughts real fast. Um, the, uh, the that's why we call it the DM. We call it the story weaver because you're weaving everyone else's stories together. So it's mm. that collaborative thing because we're yes, we're the master of the world, but we're also you know here to have fun and, <laughs> and play the game at the at the table. So right. you're you're weaving those stories together. So Thorn, final thoughts. Uh, Episode two lore. <laughs> super excited about everything going on yeah uh i really am really truly enjoying it and we're only list we're listening to it in order like we mm -hmm. haven't listened to the third episode yet right oh great so yeah. we are doing these in between us actually listening so people are getting our genuine reaction to these episodes um and i am enjoying it so much i really am and i it, it helps because i know christian and now i yeah. know you and yeah. I just want to see you guys succeed in such a way that it, to me, as an older player, I am enjoying watching what the game that I was almost shamed out of playing as a kid yep. has become. Mm -hmm. And you guys as creators and just, it's amazing. I am truly enjoying it. And I can't wait to listen to episode three. I'm starting it tomorrow. Yep. Hey, well, thank you, man. And look, look, to hear that from an OG player, I, I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, we go, we go, we go keep rocking with this thing. Good. Robbie? Pup? Um, definitely. So I really, I'm really, like uh, Thorne said, I'm really enjoying the story. And I love how creative the world is to listen to. Because I listen to, I listen to it and I try to like piece together, like how the world functions. I like to yeah. see like all the stuff that's going on. And in the background, because I I love lore, like I could consume that like on a daily basis. <laughs> All I need for sustenance. Um, and so just hearing hearing about the world and hearing how it how it's going and he and, and reading the stuff on the Discord, um, I've just been really really excited about part three. And I'm just like, I want to learn more. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> more is definitely coming. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian. It's interesting to me how like everyone has a favorite thing that they like out of uh, like everything that's, that's being put together. And mine, I, I have a very separate like from it. And I mentioned it before. I'm kind of like an audiophile. It's so, like 
I'm really enjoying all the voice acting, the the choice of just sound effects, yeah. of the audio. This is go, going through every episode, first and second. Every yeah. little different change in pitch, the the fading away. That I loved it so much. Just it's so pleasing to my ears. And then oh, wow. again, I I'm mainly just like the audio kind of person, but the story mm. itself has been drawing me in. I was literally cooking yesterday, and I just had to like gasp and. St- stopped mid cooking when um well at the very start well like like i said episode one where it's just like death and i'm like oh, i like it yeah and then the voice came in and i was just like nope yep yeah, i'm up i'm gonna be here a minute yeah so yeah. i just i love the, the how everyone is just coming together it's just beautiful yeah i'm blown away by y'all's production truthfully like it, it's i mean i know that you all are are talented and i know a lot of y'all's backgrounds because of christian and you know telling us in the the beginning of the partnership and stuff is like oh yeah so we've got you know all of these these actors these you know voice actors and editors and artists and things and you're like yeah that that's amazing and you know it's it's the beginning of a podcast and you know I mean, half of the cast, you know, I'm sure that there's some circles that they're really well known. And I, in fact, I know that some of them are. Um, but like you told me today when I was asking about your bio, you were like, oh, I'm, I'm a small time streamer. It's like, no, yeah. you, you're you now a streamer, bro. Like, this, <laughs> you know, this is a, a production because, you know, <laughs> like Brian said, the, the, the sounds and the voice acting and, and all the special effects that are going on, like, I couldn't fathom putting half of those things in there and you're like oh and then you told us today that like oh yeah every character has their own you know damn theme song and (laughs) you're you're gonna know and you're gonna hear it oh and then they mix it together when the party's like it's it's mind-boggling um and for for my final final thought is that i am a lore guy as well and more lore is by far the the biggest thing for me and and i that's why i i kept saying that i applaud you guys for the storyline of this podcast Mm -hmm. because yeah, I can listen to seven hours of critical role and hear them like clack the rolls and and roll the numbers and things. And they still make a story, but you guys focused so heavily on that story that it's, it comes off almost like an audiobook. Like if, if I didn't know that this was D and D I I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between this and and an audiobook. Yeah. yeah, Awesome. Primo production. Uh, and so we'll end the, the the podcast on on those notes. Um, we're obviously this is uh, after episode two, so like I said, next week is episode three, um, and I just I can't wait for everything that is going on right now. Yeah, um, stick around for some bonus content at the end, Brandon. But listeners, listen to the end of message. Uh, we have the Patreon. In our uh, show notes, we have our link tree that's also going to link to uh, Stardust and Dragons and Speakeasy Productions itself. Um, check out Brandon's uh, Instagram and Twitter, uh, and yeah. check out Stardust and Dragons Facebook. Get you know, get those those uh, socials out there because if you send us a message either to them directly or even to our social medias, uh, you can ask Brandon a question. We'll we'll bring yeah. him back on for another episode ask the 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 cast if you guys have a, a specific question for a cast member i can message them in discord and at the very least get the answer for that question but we'll probably yeah. have them on anyway so oh yeah you'll you eventually you'll get the whole cast on i think max was already like next week next week so oh yeah no <laughs> so maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring it on yeah yeah 
Uh, and so with that, listeners, remember to check your dungeons because this dungeon is occupied with Stardust and Dragons. <laughs>